You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 97 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, episode 97, the Everson Griffin episode. Sure would have liked to have him this year. Yeah, that would have been nice. Would have helped us. Wouldn't mind bringing him back next year, you know? Him or Geno Atkins, whoever wants yeah. to come. Cheap, cheap one-year deals, you know. We need some uh, pass rush because we have zero of it. Yeah. It's really it, bad. Yeah, it was it was really bad all year. And uh, Gronk again. Oh, my God. Watching the, uh, the Bucks destroy... Detroit. The backup is in. Blaine Gabbard is in. It's the start of the third quarter, and they're now forty-one to zero over Detroit. Uh, that's that's bad. So and we'll be playing Detroit next week. Basically, uh, the two losers in the NFC North will be battling. Yeah, uh, we we missed missed Bears episode. Uh, things happen. You know, short week, holidays. You, you know, know, we're could have put something out on like Wednesday or Thursday, but it just you know snowstorm and short week. I mean, we, we would have put it out Thursday it. night, and then what? There's a game Friday. Like, would have been kind of nonsense. So we'll we'll wrap up the two awful games. Talk about how the season is. We're eliminated officially. It's, yeah. We're not. We're you can't go ten and six if you lose nine games. This is a fact. You, so we just found that out. Yeah, you, they missed their second extra point of the day. Everyone's no, having kicker problems. It's not up forty-one to zero. Just forty to zero. I yep. jumped the gun. I did that in our game yesterday. I the touchdown to. Irv. Irv, yeah, one of his two. And then I got to go get a beverage, and then you're like, Dan Bailey. Dan like, oh Bailey, gosh. Happened. Why did I even walk away? It's yeah. just bad juju to be like, oh, he's going to make it. He was kicking well yesterday. When I was growing <laughs> up, extra po- I guess they moved it back, though. Extra yeah. points were like an afterthought. They should move him back forward. This is annoying. Yeah, well, you know? especially since like it throws out the whole score. Now, I mean, they've got six touchdowns, but only 40 points. Where's the 42? You know? Give yeah, me the extra true. points. Yeah, 42-0. That's how I learned all my math was, you know. Yep, that's how I got my sevens down yeah, in, sevens uh, in school. Yeah, sevens are easy. 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 46, 63, 70. And uh, by that time, I mean, that's 10 touchdowns on yeah, 10 Yeah, games drives. don't go up that high. I can't go beyond that. That's my bar. <laughs> well, except 77 is pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to start thinking, like, well, seven, okay, should be a four again, then a one again. Yeah, 80 Ma- or 84, Randy Moss. Yeah, you, you almost know. said 80 Moss. I didn't know Classy. Uh, anyways, Vikings are officially eliminated. Uh, our defense has completely collapsed. Yeah, that was a complete debacle yesterday. Uh, 52 to 33. Six touchdowns given up to Kamara. No forced punts. We did intercept two balls. Yeah, no forced punts. Was that two straight weeks then? We didn't. We, we forced, forced one, one punt against, against the Bears. Bears. It was the very first drive of the game. So in two games, Damn we forced two games. one punt. Well, and you could almost go a full two game span if they if it was their first. Uh, first drive. Yeah. They punted. It was the very first drive of the Bears game. They punted. And they I wonder it. how many consecutive drives that was. Oh, my that God. You're right. Like, yeah. Like I mean, yes, there's there's three interceptions in that span, too. Yeah. Gensler had one against the Bears, and then Harrison Hand, and who got the other one? Was. Oh, Hardy Nickerson Hardy or someone Nickerson. on the little yeah, tip. Yeah, it was um, Nickerson, yep. So besides those, we didn't stop anyone. Like, that's wild. And honestly, you go back to the Tampa game, the defense played. All right, I would say not to great. start. To start, they played pretty good, but I still don't know how many punts they forced in that game. So they might not have forced any in the second half. So we might have just. Oh, I wish we had the stuff in front of us because yeah. that would be kind of fun to go back. But you know, defense is decimated by injuries all year. What it, we had, Harrison Smith. Is was he the only starter? And Shamar Stefan, are they the only two? Anthony Harris. Anthony Harris. Yeah. Well, starters. I mean, do you count? 
from like the beginning of the year first game. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, if you count that, well, Afedi Adenabo would have been one. Yep. And that's that's the three. That's four. So we're down seven starters yeah. from because the beginning in the, of the week year. one, we had Mike Hughes and Holton Hill as our starting corners. Now, I think in time, we were probably going to switch that. But if you're talking day one, yeah, we, Mike Hughes gone, Holton Hill gone, Michael Pierce gone, Daniil Hunter gone, Anthony Barr gone, Eric Hendricks gone. Seven guys. That looks like six on That hands. looks like six. Let's get to – is there another one? Oh, I, I guess Gladney was the nickel and Eric Wilson was the 4-3 linebacker. So Wilson, you could consider him a still yeah. around. So six, so six out, guys. five in. And then it was even worse this, this last week because it was – Troy Dye was out. Uh, Todd, Todd Davis, Davis was out. And, like, not saying they were good, but they were better than Hardy Nickerson and Ryan Connolly. And Blake Lynch. And Blake Lynch. Who was terrible. Um, so, yeah, once Kendricks got out, I feel like – we have officially collapsed. I mean, yeah. it's when Zimmer finally is just like, my, this is the worst defense I've ever had. He is completely done with this team. Yeah. Like, the, he's ready for this year to be over. I've seen some people being like, well, you, it doesn't matter. You still got to coach him up and stuff. It's like, dude, it is like, not only did you go young in the secondary, you lost everyone in the front seven. And the secondary you thought you had still lost Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, uh, Harrison Hand's been out for a lot of the year. Yeah, Chris Boyd, who Chris you're Boyd's kind of... been out for a chunk. Um, Mark Fields has been out for a huge chunk. I mean, I think they just wave him eventually. But like Chris Jones is like our seventh string corner if we had a normal roster. Like, yeah, it's he, just... came, he came off the practice squad squad in Detroit. Like, and you know, people are saying you know you got to coach up those. I feel like Zimmer's did a pretty good job with Chris Jones. I, honestly, I feel like our defense for how like. Personnel wise, it's it was all right for most of the year, not great, but not as bad as it could have been. And then it just completely collapsed these last two weeks. Like yeah. I'm not expecting Zimmer to turn Hardy Nickerson, Todd Davis, and Ryan Connolly into Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, mm-hmm. and Eric Wilson. What? Over and like you're expecting him to do that overnight with COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Like it's, I don't even think Belichick can make that defense into a competent defense. No. Well, and going into the season, it was like, okay, we're going to revamp our corners. We didn't plan on not having Daniel Hunter, Michael Pierce, Anthony Barr, Eric Hendricks. Like, that was kind of, it's kind of a problem. And, like, I know a lot, some people will, like, say, you know, Spielman's got a, got a plan for uh, worst-case scenario. But, like, worst-case scenario is losing half your defense. And I don't think it's, with our cap situation, I don't think... It's reasonable to expect you to be able to have starter level talent behind those guys. Yeah, I don't even know what, like what teams have that. Like I know there's other teams that have dealt with injuries, but take out six of your starters and let's see what other teams can do on defense. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it ain't great. Like the 49ers were a Super Bowl team last year, and injuries have completely derailed their whole season. And I know there's a lot of people who will say, you know, a lot every team has injuries, but like. It's usually split up offense and defense. They're missing like an offensive lineman. You know, there's slot wide receiver and their second string running back where we lost our our star D end. Our best our, defensive player, Daniel Hunter. Yep. Our two best linebackers. Arguably one of them, Eric Hendricks, top five lineback middle linebacker in the league. And probably our second best defensive player, I yeah. would say. At this point, yeah, yeah. he's better than Harrison Smith. I would Smith. say so, yeah. Um like and Anthony then you lose Barr is like kind of a like the Swiss Army knife for this defense. And then Michael Pierce I mean, this is, I don't know, historically bad run D the last few games. And most of the season, it's been atrocious. He was signed for a reason to be that, like... Yeah, he the, was the, meant to replace Linval. Like, Shamar Stephan was... the middle. Yeah, Shamar yeah. Stephan was not supposed to see 70% of the snaps. 
I, I would say, as, as if anything, I am a little disappointed in the D line. Like for one couple, like for a couple weeks, there it was like, oh, young and exciting. Like maybe, yeah, let these guys go, let these, you know, let the young guys play. Well, they, for the most part, shown they're just not good. Jill Johnson's terrible. Odenabo needs to be a rotational guy. Like he. He got his chance to start this year, and what does he have? Like two sacks. Yeah, he is not impressed. Like no. we and we were counting on him to be opposite of Daniel Hunter. And maybe he'd be better in that role where he's not, you know, because maybe he's getting some attention. But on his own, he's terrible. Not terrible, but he's not good. He's know? not. A, he's not somebody you can rely on to get to get pressure when you need it. Yeah, if Everson Griffin was on this line, even without Pierce and Daniel Hunter, he would actually probably have six sacks. Like he would be productive. A fed, a has been invisible. Yeah, and then you've got you know. Everson Griffin was a actually able to like eat up double teams if he if he had to and still be productive. Yeah, hey, yeah. Fetty's a rotational guy. You got you know guys like Hercules. He's shown a little bit, but Wanham Armin is a Watts, rookie. Wanham has like it, it would have been and like Armin Watts. That's probably one of the more disappointing players of the year because you like he got a huge opportunity to show that he can either be you know a potential starting three tech or even like. Uh, a third down like nose pass mm-hmm. rusher on like third and short, but he's shown that he's probably best in a rotational role, yeah. seeing fifteen percent of snaps throughout the game. Mm-hmm. It just seems like none of those guys took the opportunity to become. Oh, this guy will be. Like, it was a couple weeks. It was like maybe Wanham. Okay, Wanham can be the guy opposite Hunter. We don't need to get someone. But I don't even know if that like. Maybe, he faded maybe, off. Maybe it's he's young, but yeah, maybe with a full off season yeah. and some work, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he will become that guy. But it's not like you can already pen him in as yeah. like opposite of Daniel. And going into the like, going into the next season, if he is your starting end, you're kind of like, okay, that's a weak spot. Yep. I get it. You can't have great players everywhere. So Wanham's probably one of our weaker starters. It's like when Shamar Stephens in the starting lineup. Like he's not terrible, but. You sure could improve. Yep, it was like uh, Weatherly. The Weatherly, yep, yep. Um, or when we have Pat Elfline. You know, and who knows, like maybe Afidi and Wanham create are like a really good pair mm-hmm. rotational wise. But you know, that's just it doesn't wishful, work. When it's wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's wishful thinking at this point. Right? The bigger disappointment ones are probably the guys that are in their second and third and fourth years, like Jaleel Johnson, Afedi, Armin Watts, Hercules. Like Wanham, you can at least go well as a rookie overall. Not. Not bad, you know, fourth round solid, rookie, fourth round solid. Pick. Obviously, he maybe hit a rookie wall, you know, but he's shown flashes. Yeah, but you, he also, yeah, hit the rookie bump, had the mm-hmm. rookie bumps. But then you got, you know, guy like Julio Johnson's in his fourth year, and it's like you're just getting shoved straight backwards. Like he's not getting a second contract with the Minnesota Vikings. No, he probably if he gets a contract anywhere, it's going to be as like a it's third gonna, string. It's like, going to be end of the guy. roster, make your yeah. make it in training camp. But um, so yeah, I mean, that, the last two games of defense has been just. Just historically bad. I mean, you you forced a couple punts. That's we we gave up what was it, three hundred thirty five yards in the first half yesterday to the Saints. I mean, when you let they, someone just run into the second level, they had every 90, play. 95 rushing yards in the first quarter. How many? I I don't remember, but I feel like they only threw the ball like three times their first two drives. Well, yeah, they, it was just halfback power over and over and over again. I feel like you like we knew exactly what was coming and you couldn't stop it. The linebackers can't fit uh, fit the run gaps. The defensive linemen, like they all just eat up blockers. Like they don't they don't make any noise. Mm-hmm. So, it well, was, it's just there's yeah, they were just. It's weird because I don't want to make it sound like we're just making excuses because we had injuries, but like those guys suck. Those I don't, players are not good. I Zimmer feel, didn't forget how to coach defense. I feel like. Uh, 
the 0-16 Lions and the 0-16 Browns could put up 30 points against that defense. The, the defense of the last two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, though, that, it's just... Like, if we would have ran into the Jets like the Rams did the other week, same result. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're oh, yeah. better the than... We're, yeah. Well, but, but then, you know, if you're looking forward, it's like, okay, well, if you did have a defensive line of Daniil Hunter, Michael Pierce, I don't know, Shamar, and TJ Wanham. Okay, that's... It's not amazing, but it's definitely an improvement. Yep. Linebackers, Barr, Kendricks, Wilson. Well, Wilson's ah, he might be gone. How Barr, Kendricks die? You know? You're Bart a nickel Kendrick's most of the game. Die, die or kind of We'll just talk nickel. Bar Kendricks, very good. Yeah. Uh, corners, like Dantzler has shown that he definitely can play in this league. I think Add Gladney some weight showed, on him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dantzler, Gladney. I don't know what you do with the other one. Mike Hughes is going to be back if he's not like a career-ending injury. Yep. Uh, so those three, pretty solid. Hopefully then, Harrison Hand puts yeah, in some Hand work. Yeah, good. Boyd had showed a little bit, and then he kind of was a total failure. So he's whatever. And then you've got your two safeties. Harris is going to be a free agent. And you've got Harrison Smith making ten he's million. Be Thirty-two next year. Harrison Smith, yeah. yeah, and he's he's a guy that if you cut, there's zero dead money. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. I don't think he's had a great season, but no, it's but I like it's, I think it'd be really hard to replace two starting safeties yeah. though. It's kind of like how we try to do with the corners this year, and it's it you it, it could work if you have no injuries at other places. Apparently, uh, bad timing to then have like all your guys get hurt in the linebackers in the uh, front front four. So I just do think like Zimmer. Knows how to coach defense still. I don't think it's suddenly he's an idiot. And then if the you la- get those players back. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I remember like Harrison Smith coming off the edge on like well, he, two twi- like twice in a game. Well, that's the thing. We, t- we I don't know when we talked about it, but it was like Harrison Smith can't do Harrison Smith stuff because we're playing cover two zone because we have young corners. And then we can't. You can't get any pressure, but if you blitz, you're putting the young corners on an island. Or and, like or your line linebacker. Yeah. You're putting Todd Davis out on a... I mean, Kendricks and Barr are both very good coverage linebackers. And now you've got, you know, Wilson, who's very up and down. you got Todd Davis, who's clearly like a box guy. Oh, the, the Lions are going to put up points. Punt uh, return. Punt return touchdown. That's classic. Um, so obviously, like when we look at the defense, has been pretty bad all season. But there are there's a very clear path to getting better. Yeah, the defense will like be tenfold better next year if could, everyone yeah, stays healthy and we bring back. What would your thought be on like if Zimmer did bring in like a Paul Gunther to actually coordinate the defense, and he maybe obviously he's still involved because he loves the defense. But like, could you just be more of a overall head coach, so oversee everything? And you know, I think like what is his relationship with like. Paul Gunther, though. I don't know. I think he was on his staff when he was the D coordinator. Yeah. Because when, when Zimmer left, Gunther got Linebacker's the Linebacker's coach, I think. I think that's what it was. I, and I think it all depends on, like, the trust yeah. he he has with Gunther. I don't know, like, if he trusts, like, Gunther and his kid and Patterson going, all right, this, like, you all know what scheme we run here. Come up with something good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, like... Well, and it's like, okay, you obviously still involved in, like, the game planning and whatnot, but maybe you're not calling plays on Sunday, so you can actually, uh, I don't know, pay attention to the clock winding down at the end of the second half, or first half. I mean, that pay was a attention to special, special like, teams. Yeah, you know, so I, I think it is a, the dynamic, though, of it's his son, it's it's Patterson, you know, like, now, but defense was pretty bad this year. Like, I yeah. know there's reasons why, but also... And I don't know, like, where did, Zimmer was under... Who in Dallas when he won the title games or the, the, the coach? Yeah, was that Bill J- Parcells? Bill Parcells. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, was 
Parcells the same way where he like, you know, did his defense and trusted somebody with his offense and like had See, a special teams guy. Because I feel like Belichick and Zimmer are both the same way where it's like I focus on my defense. I've got a guy running the offense and I got a guy I trust running the special teams. Yeah, I just feel like a little bit more with Belichick and Parcells, they were not. Like Zimmer to me just seems like a quasi defensive coordinator. Like they seem a little more willing to be like, okay, Matt Patricia, you can like I'm definitely going to be involved. But also, hey, Joshua Daniels, can I've noticed on their defense, can you run this thing? Like, I, does Zimmer even say anything? See, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I guess, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel we're like not in there. Zimmer, we have no idea. It just yeah. feels that way. Like, is he on the mic from Kubiak going, hey, this is what I'm seeing? Like, Besides going, run the ball. Yeah. You know, like, hey, run it, run it again. You know? And which is the thing, like, when you get, like, Mike Zimmer mic'd up, you know, on the NFL Network stuff, you, you get, like, the enthusiastic stuff. You don't actually get, like, the... Yeah, they never and show you they the don't real sh- stuff. Yeah. Like, when which, they decide to call a play or call a timeout or, like, what we talk Because, I mean, that just get, I mean, they don't, coaches... They would say they every, don't want it. Yeah. yeah the entire true. NFL would just sit on NFL Network going, <laughs> yeah. all right, what are they thinking this week? Why yeah. are they running what they're doing? Losing edge yeah. because of these guys stealing all of our takes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. For some reason with Belichick, I feel like he is involved in the game plan, even on the offensive side of like, hey, this team, like when we played, uh, they played us and we had the Williams wall and they came out five wide and they never ran the ball. Like they felt very of a a Belichick thing. Like even if McDaniels or whoever the coordinator was then, Charlie Weiss, whoever it was like, they called the plays and they drew up the game plan. But I feel like he came to them and said, hey, I don't want to run because that team is amazing at running. We're going to attack them in the pass game. I want to spread it out this week. They have, they have Winfield, and that's it. Don't yeah. throw at Winfield. Throw at everyone yeah. else. Whereas, yeah, I just feel like a lot of it with Zimmer, he, I don't know, he does that kind of even with his press conferences. It's like he's done better of it lately, but there's definitely times where he slips up and says, like, they when talking about the offense and, like, we when talking about the defense. It's like, dude, you're the head coach. We, but, It's us. Yeah. Like, I, we. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I mean, I don't know. I just – the defense has sucked. And then, I mean, the offense last couple weeks, you, you think they're not good enough. So I just – I mean, I wouldn't go. You, you're putting words in my well, mouth. I mean, you're putting words in my after mouth. After the Bears game, I, 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 got... I am, I am criticizing the offense in key situations, like which is fine. Like I, I get that. And I get, like overall, it's been very good. But there are definitely moments across the season where they left a lot to be desired. I, like when we two weeks ago when we played the Bears. Uh, on the final two drives, did you have any confidence at all that we were going to go down and score a touchdown? No, but in my opinion, it's just because the offensive line can't block in those situations. They're not built to block in a situation. So, like, I don't, I was just, after the Bears game, after we were terrible on defense, and you and Ben are just only bitching about the offense, I was just very confused. And I was like, what is wrong with these guys? It's more or less because, like, I know that that defense sucks, and it's just like, well, we just got to outscore the Bears' offense. Yeah, I feel like that's unfair, though. Like, it, I, I get where you're saying, like, oh, they should have came up big, but it's like, it can't keep coming to this. It can't keep being like, all right, defense gave up 34 offense. You need to score one more touchdown, go. Like, why can't Kirk be handing off up two scores? Yeah, like, and like what, you pointed out, what? there's one game this year where I think one game all year where we won by double digits. It's the and Detroit it was, Lions game, yeah. and that game was over in what the second quarter, basically. Yeah, that was our only blowout win, basically. Like even every, we won six games, and I mean, what are they? They're the the Jags game overtime. 
I mean, I guess he Jags, drove down that one. Jags, Panthers, Panthers drove down and won that one. Packers. Packers, offense played good. The defense put it away in that last drive with the strip sack by Wanham. Yep. Um, Texans, I mean, we had to score 30 to win. Let came down to the final drive, though. They almost had they to They almost touchdown. scored, yeah. he Luckily, I think he bobbled the ball. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, what's our other wins? The Bears. The Bears. Defense, I would say, won that game. Now, yep. there, I And I went through the schedule, and I... Uh, yesterday as we were arguing, I didn't put it in Texas. I don't know if it's really like fair, but I went through the schedule and I think I saw only like five games where I felt like we played like a complete offensive game where like we got into rhythm and stayed into rhythm all game. And that's another thing. I feel like we have a good drive and then two slop, two or three sloppy drives where yeah, we don't really gain much. I get that, but I just feel like you're watching the Vikings. If you were to go watch... 90% of the teams, they have a good drive, then they have a bad drive. Then they have a couple good drives, and then they have a bad drive. Like, besides Patrick Mahomes, and then when teams like the Bucks, like right now they're going off. Yeah, I'm or not the even Packers, use the like, Bucks. Well, in like the Packers, I was listening to a podcast this week where, uh, like, I guess, same complaint about that I'm having right now. People, uh, This one guy was talking about how, like, when, the, when you think the Packers can just flip a switch and be good on offense, it doesn't happen. Like they're they they have like a great drive or two and then what was that the other week where they just stalled out against the Panthers they scored like twenty one yeah. points in the first yeah it looked like a blowout was gonna happen and then they just stopped yeah like, and so I guess like even looking at that it's like Packers are you know they're the number one seed in the NFC but they're having the same problem that I see on the Vikings so I that's like why I don't like, really think it's fair but it's just something that I have to criticize it's about. like when you said like I think we should score five touchdowns out of ten possessions. That sounds great in theory, but it's not realistic and, at all. Yeah, and then you went back after I showed you the stat about like points per game. And the and best team is the Titans, which 30, is wild yeah, to me. 31 points. 31 points a game. So like they probably average three to four touchdowns a four game. Four touchdowns and goals. a field goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but is that Tyler Johnson? Yeah, it is. Look at Tyler Take Johnson. A screen. The backups are just destroying Detroit. But I do agree with you that when we have the ball... And we need to go score a touchdown. Do I think we're going to do it? No. But what teams do you watch that you go, oh, they're definitely going to do it? Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Like, if you're playing Detroit, you think they're going 70 yards for a touchdown? Yeah, no. They're not doing it. Like, so I, I just... I just feel like you and Ben's expectations are wildly, wildly unrealistic. Now, we could do better. We could... He has 11 catches. Oh, no, it's the season. Oh. Um, like... I want our offense to be better. Like, I totally agree. I just, I, after those two games, I can't believe how guy, mad you guys were at Gary Kubiak. Did he call a third and one run into the Bears defense with our offensive line? Yes. That was Ben's, Ben loved that. My thing was the fourth and one dive right at the offense. Or right, what right was at the fourth a, and one one? I thought that's the play action. The, no, because we had two fourth downs. Oh, okay. One was early on in the game at like our 35. And oh, they, yeah, they did the, the little motion. And then they hand off. Kubiak loves that. He thinks it like gets the linebackers out of their gaps, and it hasn't worked quite. Well, time, so. it probably does if you ever hand the ball off to That's the dude. We never hand it off and short yardage to the to like the, uh, Niners and Rams have made a killing mm -hmm. running the West Coast offense and doing that. Yeah. Like, that's just a little wrinkle that they throw in. And that's another thing with Kubiak. I don't, like, does he have any wrinkles to his offense? I mean, I mean not counting the jet sweep to your fourth string running back yesterday. That's cool. <laughs> Can't have Dula out there. I mean, I thought some of the Irv Smith plays were pretty uh, well designed. But, like, 
He definitely is lacking the, um, he's, he's a little predictable. Second and long. I bet we're running it. Want to get in that third and manageable. Second and two, we're running it. Yeah, it's like, where's much, the yeah. waste play? Yeah. Where's And honestly, when we do, well, the problem is, second and two, if you throw a waste play, are you confident we're getting third and two with our offensive line? Sure, run a quick slant to Jefferson. Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, I do, I also feel like our shot plays are, are like, I almost am always like, well, I bet you here he's going to call a play action bomb. And then it's almost always covered just because he seems like, it's like the typical between the 40s or after a quick change or like first down and then they rush with the line and they do like a quick play. It's like something about when you're calling these, I feel like the D coordinators know. Like it just isn't, it's a little too predictable. Yeah, well, it's so like 90s and 2000s offense, whereas like McVay and Shanahan took that. I mean, obviously, I, sure, why don't I just use two of the best like minds in well, football? For a lot of these offenses are all built off Kubiak's offense. Yeah. Kubiak and, and Shanahan. And like, I just feel like Kubiak's not watching San Francisco's offense and going, I've got that those kind of players. I can do that too. Why don't – like – we don't steal those like wheel routes to the tight end up that uh, mm-hmm. McVay and Shanahan use, and they were running that shit in Washington. Even back when he was coaching Denver, I feel like that offense was a little more like unpredictable. I just I, and I, then again, I'm comparing Peyton Manning to Kirk Cousins, and yeah, it was, I, it was end of the year, end of the road. Although he did break some records the first year, yeah, like fifty touchdowns, yeah. Um, and it's hard for me to keep criticizing because like. They do score points every week. Like, our offense isn't bad. So, it's like... And also, they never get good field position. They never get a punt return to the 50. Like, I, I haven't looked it up, but I guarantee our average starting position for a drive has got to be one of the worst in the league. Yeah, it's... I would say... what. I would say it's probably sitting around like the twenty-five because like, you get the kneel back from the kick return and, and even like it. the punts, like, like our, our punts fair get, caught at the twenty. We have like a total of like forty yards in return yards. Like it's it's atrocious. And then you know points per game. Our kicker sucks too. Yeah, that the can't punt, help. I you know Britton Colquitt averaged uh, forty-six and a half yards on on punts yesterday. I was I was fairly yeah, impressed. He's trying now in these blowout <laughs> games. I mean, he's getting some practice. I guess I don't know. Well, no, we score. We scored 33. I mean, yeah, the last one was kind of garbage time, but we I mean, yesterday's game was fun and competitive until what, halfway through the third? Yeah, I forget what happened where it just Did we go for it? No, we scored and we went for it on fourth down, but I don't know. We've been just going back and forth about the offense. I guess what would you do? That's sort of my thing when like like someone like Ben, who I feel like just like wants to bitch to bitch and is going to keep bringing up one bad play call where like if a guy blocks, he gets it. And even like he kept bitching about the fourth and one. This is again the Bears game. Yeah. Fourth and one, the the counter play, where like he kept calling it a counter, but early it was, it was a, a play action. It was a play action, and like Jefferson is wide open. The dude made a great play and didn't bite on the run. So like I, if you run it, then he gets it because yeah. the guy didn't bite on the run. Like he guessed right. The, and that's the thing though, like that that I think it was Brent Urban, yeah. big white guy, big white guy, yeah. Randy yeah. Kirk's face immediately. That that play has like a. In my opinion, a fifty percent chance of working. Yeah. Either that that dude bites is, on the uh, run. That's the one. That's the one guy on that yeah. defense that is going to blow up that play. Yeah. Because he's the one free rusher. It's all designed and to I, leave that. My guy guess free. is what Kubiak thought is like. Well, I ran it twice on fourth down. Maybe they'll think I'm going to run it again. And the dude was like, "Nah, they're probably not because they suck at running it." So I would have ran it right there if you're going to fucking do it. Don't run play action. That's for damn sure. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't. I don't mind that call. I feel like the play like, action he, like, is predictable. Right there. Because you ran it twice already. 
You're really right, gonna run but, it three okay, times. Okay, I, I feel like if you don't run play action, you don't get it. People are like, it's fourth and one. Why would you not at least run a play fake? Like it's so obvious that you're gonna run. Like you should. Like I don't. It's. I just hate bitching about play calling because there's a defense. They're gonna make plays. Like if he does that call and he's wide open, like is anyone bitching that? Oh, he called a counter play or whatever. It's like no, because it worked. Because it didn't work. Now you're mad about the call. Now the run at a offensive line that's trash against a defense line that's really good. I'm not a big fan of that. Because you're running like at their strength and our weakness. Yeah. And especially, I mean, they had John Jenkins, who's like 340 pounds, mm-hmm. and Akeem Hicks, who's like 360. And our offensive line has proven we're not strong. We yeah. just get pushed back constantly. So, like, that and seems I, a little strange to me. And I know the quickest way to the first down is straight ahead, but we are built on like outside zone. We should probably stick to our bread and butter on yeah. fourth and Last one. week, I think we had a third and one where they did the little pitch play to Delvin. And Gorgeous. He just, yeah, he just outruns them. And so it's like, I get that. That but, pitch play might be my favorite play in this offense. The thing is... Where it's not a toss. It's just like, here, I'm just going to... Delvin, you're going to be four yards out of the box and mm-hmm. make your read. And you can then figure it out. Uh, I guess with the yeah with those play calls, what I would have liked on the one where Brent Urban's right in his face, and this is Kirk's just never going to have it in him, but the old Brett Favre pump fake, get the guy to jump. Yeah. They always jump. They always jump. So like... Uh, he doesn't have that in him. Like, Brett Favre had that natural ability to be like, what can I do to make this, like, prolong this play? And all you got to do is a quick pump bake, and that DN's going to jump. Yep. And, and then you slide underneath him. It's uh, it's the Dallas play in the playoffs where Sidney Rice crashes into the line. Yep. He cut blocks. Gets Brett Favre off. rolls out. No one's open. Guy right in his face. He pumps him, ducks under. Rice stands up, and he throws it for a touchdown. Like, Kirk just doesn't have that in him. He doesn't. Like, the best it's, not, he can it's do, not part of the design. Yeah, it's not part of the like, and it's not even part of his like. He's gotten a little better at sort of just like maneuvering the pocket, but he's not making anyone miss. He's not. He's not. He's just running away from people. Yeah. You know? He uh, speaking of the pump fake, he doesn't pump very much. He does Ever, not like. Yeah. We well, don't see a ton of pumping besides like Big Ben. He does a ton of like. I guess maybe it's a lost start. And well, I, it but, really Mahomes is. does. Yeah. Mahomes does, but he just does the old like. Flick it like fake flick the wrist like he's gonna throw it over someone. Yeah, and it's never there's never anybody there. Just, <laughs> that he's just like I'm gonna fake you out real quick. Well, even that like he could have done that like a fake little like like as if I'm I'm dropping it in the bucket over your head and the guy's yeah. the guy's just his natural reaction is so gonna go, be to rise not, up and he's like six six. He's like you're not yeah. gonna be able to get it. Over Honestly, me. all you need him to do is just have his momentum going one direction, pump it, and then he's you know you go the other way and he's completely lost in the play. So it's like. Yeah, it's just it's just it's another reason why when we're down four or more on the last drive, it's hard for us because Kirk can't make plays when they're not there, and the offensive line is terrible. So, I, I, we need we need a better offensive line. We, you know, we need more nasty, like I like to say. Yeah, we need more nasty. And uh, remember, Viking fans, remember this hashtag: Wyatt or we riot. <laughs> Wyatt, well, or we Wyatt riot. Davis, get some nasty up front. It's we and you've talked like Cleveland. Like he looks solid at guard and stuff, but like he's also a Bradbury. He's slender. Yeah, he's a he's super. I mean, I get it. That's our offense. We want mobile, agile, smaller linemen. But when it's fourth and one, and you're trying to plunge it one yard. You can't run behind those guys. They're not strong enough. So like you can find big guys who can move. That's the thing. We need big guys that can move in the inside. Like get Cleveland on the outside. Reese probably he's played pretty well this year, but like and you I, gotta move on at some point. We don't have the money to pay him, I'm sure. Yeah, and I know we don't uh like never had a shot at Quentin Nelson, but like 
just one guy in the middle to just have some nasty and some mobility fixes the whole mm-hmm. offensive line. Well, Do- like Dozier played really bad yesterday. One of his worst games. He's he's someone kind of similar to a Pat Offline where it's like, if he's your worst lineman and the rest are pretty good, you can live with it. But like the rest aren't good enough and you can always do better than Dakota Dozier. Yeah, it, you can't hide Dakota Dozier on this offense. Yeah, line. I mean, like, I'm starting to be worried about Bradbury. Like, is he going to actually be a pro bowler? Is he going to be someone that's better than just like really good in screen games and in the run stretch plays and stuff. Like, did we pick him 32 picks too high kind yeah, of deal? like, is he a, an average center that has his strengths of, you know, run blocking and screens, but is awful when you need him just to, like, anchor? Yeah. You know, like, he needs to get stronger big time because there's too many plays where he's just in Kirk's lap. Yeah, then, it'd be nice if he turned out to be, like, Jason Kelsey or, like, Olin Krutz where they yeah. can, like, hold – hold the nose tackle, mm-hmm. but they're also slender and can move and get into space. Um, and I think that's probably going to be the downfall of Bradbury. Is I don't – I mean, I know he's a former tight end and he's still, like, building into his body, but he was one of the older players drafted. Yeah. And now it's, like, in his second year, it doesn't seem like he's adding much size. Maybe it's because he didn't get, like, an NFL weight room in the offseason. But, you know – you can find a gym. You're, you're a first-round pick. You can build yeah, a gym and, work gym and talk to your trainer. Well, and maybe it would help for him to have, you know, maybe a, someone other than Dakota Dozier who's left and a rookie to his right. You know, or Drew Samia for half the year. Or, you know, ah, that was three game. games, man. Three games. Whatever. But still, Dakota Dozier for most of the year. All year. At, I don't think Dozier's missed All, all year and a rookie to his right. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that doesn't help either. But I, I think we both are kind of on the same page of, whether it's Brian O'Neill at left tackle or right tackle, wherever you want to put him, Ezra on the other tackle, Bradbury in the middle because you're not giving up on him, and two new guards that um, find him. I want big and fast. Yep, and we, we've we talked like, you know, besides safety, I would prefer these 15 picks turn into seven offensive linemen and eight defensive linemen. I know, honestly, I hope, I, I don't know how you do it, but like, I don't know if Anthony Harris really worked himself into a big contract. No, like he's I, played kind of bad. He I would say he's only. I mean, before we were talking like eight to ten million. I'd say he's only worth like four to six now. Yeah, like could you get and, him back for like you know three years, twenty million? So it's like a, like seven ish, maybe like a little less than seven. Yeah, like, three for eighteen, hopefully. And Harrison Smith, maybe you can work out some sort of you know extension. Yeah, extension where he gets a little yeah, gets a little guaranteed money, but like we lower his cap hit some, and then you just you just load up on D line and O line like. We're just too soft. Oh. And what's annoying is like last year in the 49er game in the playoffs, like why did we lose? Couldn't stop the run and couldn't couldn't block at all. Yeah, and so we brought in Michael Pierce to help that, and yep. that didn't happen. Well, because um, we looked at last year, it was like, okay, offense looks pretty potent. Now, we hadn't traded Diggs yet and all that, but it was Kirk and Cook and two what, Two good wide receivers. Diggs, so. Yeah, same, same, same-ish offense, but offensive line was the biggest problem. And what do we do to address that? Just Ezra. That's it. Just Ezra Cleveland. That's not good enough. And then on defense, it was like, okay, Rhodes is getting old. Linball's getting old. Everson's getting old. So we got younger there. So we got younger, and then we got decimated with injuries. But I just like... It's an we even still year. only... The only thing we did on the D-line was Michael Pierce. And you did lose Linval and, and Everson. Everson. So And Weatherly. And Weatherly. And then, obviously, Daniel Hunter and Michael Pierce didn't actually play this year, yeah. so it doesn't help anything. But... I just, I, it just seems that uh, the way to build 
a team that could just dominate is right up front the trenches. Yeah, just like, just like yeah. everyone, just like the old like football guys say, like you you, you build through the you trenches. You think Zimmer would want to do it? I mean, and at this point, like offensively, you're set everywhere else. Irv Smith looks fantastic. Get him in the game as much as possible. And draft, Conklin looks fine as the number two. Like, he he looks like uh, like Kyle Rudolph, like like a shorter Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, like I I mean it's it's nothing great. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's uh, same wiggle too. Well, like none, none. But <laughs> does Rudolph score on that sh- that little uh, dump no. off pass against the Bears? No way. Faster. Or he's he's faster. got enough. He's got a little bit more. Now he doesn't have the red zone height. But all right, we've got Thielen, the red zone master. We've got Jefferson, who's obviously really good. So uh, and uh, Irv Smith Irv, yesterday. Yeah. Irv, Irv Smith has been touchdowns all season. So that the weapons on offense and the quarterback, whatever you want to say with the quarterback, he's it's up to you. But we're fine. He's fine. not the problem. Like I, I don't know if people think he's like. I don't know if he's the answer, but he's like he's somewhere in the middle. Like. Oh. He's just as good as most starters out there. You, 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 there's a list of problems before you get to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the interior line, and then on defense, like you can't your corners. And then are your it's corners, the defense. There's eleven reasons, uh, six reasons right <laughs> yeah, there. There's, there's a giant list. Well, it's like you're not going to go like get a linebacker. You're not going to go get a corner. Like you said, I mean, you might get a corner. Yeah, you might. I feel like I'd be. I mean, I guess, it all depends on what corner, because like, yeah. it, and like if it. If it is a like true lockdown corner, like if you're gonna get a, a 2017 Xavier Rhodes for five years, that means obviously, a lot. like yeah, we talked about like we were talking about like ranking the positions on a Zimmer defense, and you had sent in. I was like, ah, corner feels low to me, like for how much Zimmer wants to draft corners, and then like what Rhodes when he could just be like, I got Julio, and then the other ten guys can do their own thing. Like Harrison Smith's like, okay, cool, like we're having a safety in the box every play because Xavier's. One on one, you know, take this yeah. guy out of the game. Like, and then we've missed my, that. Then, and then just, yeah, because then you just need your other safety shade in the other half yeah. of the field because you know mm-hmm. Julio Jones isn't going to be a Well, I mean, there. most of our our defense was single high safety or, you know, like a cover three or single high. And then this is the first year in a long time that like Zimmer's had to go to two high safety, cover two. Help, help over help the Help out these yeah. young corners. That, and, like, you know, and you, I feel like. Anthony Harris is like a cover one, cover three yeah. safety, just, not cover two. Because a lot of the times, that man's caught flat-footed, like mm-hmm. looking in front of him, not worried about the guys behind him. It's like It was like a cascading effect of the young corners and no pass rush, and then these injuries, it just became, Harris Smith's not playing his ideal role. Anthony Harris isn't playing his ideal role. You know, even Shamar Steffen, as the other big guy in the middle, would be good. Now he's the lead guy. He can't handle that role. He DJ Wanham's a rookie. He can't handle starting. We like, t- we talk about Shamar Seven like he's he's never like gonna blow you away, but he always like seems to do his job. Yeah, and like right now uh, he still just like does his job. And I would say Shamar Stephen's the best guy on your defensive line right now. Yeah, and, and what does that say about your defensive line if Shamar Stephen's hey, your best player? Not great, and he's not a guy that should be playing this many snaps either. Like he needs to be rotated. Like. He shouldn't have to play on third downs. Yeah, like, he should be your. He should be first down run stuffing three tech next to Michael Pierce. Yeah, which I don't mind. Like I you know we talked a little about Gino Atkins that he, they're probably going to cut him and he'd be a fun guy because Zimmer guy back in the day when he was in his prime he was like a, a, top not, five. He was like tech. an like an Aaron Donald but not quite Aaron Donald but that type of three tech like just disruptive. Just, yeah, and we used Sheldon Richardson the one year and he was pretty good. But like I don't even care if Zimmer decides to stick with the like give me two big 
Idol guys, I, like I, I don't hate it. I like, think I was just, talking to Ben where I was like, draft a, draft another nose tackle, get three fatties right up the middle because I'm tired of watching people run all over. I just us. yeah, it, I, screw it's, pass rushing three tech, get me a run stuffing three tech, and let Daniel Hunter figure it out. <laughs> well, it's it's honestly give me two big noses and just make. I, I just want to know we can stop the run. You know, like I'm sick of watching them because n- do we have any tackles for losses on runs? No, but what did I? Oh no! But and then what did I show you? Yet, uh, send you fifteen missed tackles 15 yesterday. Fifteen missed tackles, and like they're getting to the second level every run. It's like get, you're getting at least five. It's whether you're getting fourteen or twenty. It, it was like watching the NFC uh, divisional game. divisional game against mm-hmm. the Niners all over again. And you've got the D line being like completely worthless. So if you can get two big fat guys to cover the run, and you trust your corners a little more. Then you can start just blitzing to create pressure. You know, yeah. let, send Harrison Smith off the edge. I watched a little Michael Pierce. That man, I think, has a little pass rushing uh, tool. Because just because he's so strong. That's the thing. All you need to do is push. Like, I don't know if Akeem Hicks or those Bears guys have a ton of moves, but they can shove. They can shove oh, Bradbury wait. straight into the lap of the quarterback. Like, can we get a guy that does that? Like DeForest Buckner, Damier threw Jusamia at Kirk Cousins. Yes, yeah. it's. Like literally picked him up and threw him with one arm. It was very impressive. <laughs> oh, our our offensive lineman looks just like you know what the one thing too with the Kubiak scheme. He loves the outside zone, which a lot of these teams are doing. But teams like I think the 49ers and stuff are mixing in a little more gap and a little more man because you know back in the day they could chop block all day long, like just eliminate. They that would guy. yeah, like the center would just dive at the knees of the of the you know nose tackle. Okay, well. Guess what's giant? A giant gap now. Like you just go to the right, and then oh look it, there's a huge cutback lane because you've just cheap shotted the whole left side of the line. Like Terrell Davis just run through giant holes with you know illegal chop blocks. Yeah, because you got right. four guys laying on yeah. their belly. Yeah. Now obviously, like I, the scheme works. He made Arian Foster not didn't make him. Arian Foster's a good player, but like uh, Andre back Co- in the back in the day, Olandis Gary like with the Broncos, Mike Anderson, Mike like Anderson. when he put Clinton Portis in that I mean, again, a good player, but like. They produce like crazy. Like, uh, and then with the Texans, you did Foster, uh, Steve Slayton. Steve Slayton. Uh, there was another one that like you know had a little uh, boat. But anyways, like, yeah, like I just like and obviously we're I mean we're still scoring mid twenties every game and and even those those running backs Foster and Slayton you could still chop block while people were engaged. Yeah. See. I, yeah. I wonder if he just needs to like modernize a little bit to based on the rule changes. And like I was just saying, like we still score points, so it's not a it's not like he's. It's not like we're looking at, you know, Bill Musgrave over here just, like, yeah. completely failing, like, but... And, like, I, I uh, sent something to Tony Cronin on Snapchat, and it was like, how can we get any worse and whatnot? He's like, well, we could have Ponder again. It's like, well, all right, you know. Well, that's, that's always Ponder. the thing that, like, it's, I just always feel like, especially when Ben was just bitching about one play call and just saying Kirk Cousins sucks. That's his whole point. And the, I even said, you know, name me a better offense we've had since Favre. And instead of doing it, he just says, yes. it's all garbage yeah. time. And you're wrong. Yeah, we've had one. Like I could see someone arguing Keenum's year, yep. but if you actually look like points wise, it's not as good. Yeah, no, well, you and could I, argue and garbage like, time, but like that was a defensive year, and then Keenum just like I feel did like enough. He did enough. Like I don't actually like. I think Pat Shermer was a great play caller that year, and Keenum just trusted his receivers. But like it was like Latavius Murray and McKinnon. Yeah, and like Case Keenum was so bad. Remember the ball just floating in there? Yeah. And, and like, it's like, and I remember always going like, you know, one of these times, like those passes that float in there 
aren't going to fall and they're going to ha- fall into the hands yeah, of the defenders. And it happened in the Eagles game. Yeah, and it <laughs> happened in the Eagles game, what, three times he got picked yeah. off? Uh-huh. And it was all those like corner routes and the ball just floated. It's like, oh, thank you. So if we agree that the Kirk Cousins this year is better than that year, like this is the best offense we've had since far. Yes. And where Ben is right, like because he's like, well, do we scare anybody? No. But most teams don't. Like Brett Favre did because Brett Favre is Brett Favre. And actually that team was stacked as hell. Like that offensive line... Anthony McKinney, Herrera is Steve Hutchinson, line. John Sullivan, Herrera, Lodehole, Sidney Rice, Bernard Barron, Piercy Harvin, Shanko, Adrian Peterson. Like, yeah, that was a fucking scary offense. Like, yeah, we we don't have one through eleven. Yeah, we like have, they had. We have one. We have one through nine. Their fourth. Their eight. fourth best lineman is better than all of our linemen. Like, I mean, I don't know about that. Lodehole wasn't that good, but he was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, Lodehole. The I top mean, three. Be- Lo- Lo- I'd say, I'd say, I'd say Lodehole and Brian O'Neill are probably on same. par. Yeah. So, like, they had McKinney, who was better than anything we have. Hutchinson, better than anything we have. And Sullivan, better than anything we have. Oh. I don't know if he was better that year, though. I think he was pretty young that year. So, I still think. I mean, he was still. He's better than Bradbury. Yeah. So, uh, and, like, when your weak link is Anthony Herrera, who probably wasn't very good, but you were able to hide him. Mm-hmm. Where, like, we and he said, was you feisty. Can't, he was nasty. Like, he brought the edge to the... Like, he was clearly the least talented, but, like, he tried like crazy, and he was always the one that was, like... Getting into getting the into it. scuffles. Yeah, yeah, getting into the scuffles. I guess we're, like, again, going back to Ben, just being like, Kirk sucks, Kubiak sucks, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, what's your plan? What do you want to do? Like, yeah, obviously, and, like... You want I'll, I'll just, I'll just, new age I'll, I'll just argue for him. Like, yeah, I'd love to hire Eric Bianemi and Peace. bring in Zach Wilson with them to not have to worry about an offensive line. So you would fire Zimmer? No, I, I'm just I'm just saying, like, in an ideal world, I can poach Eric Bianemi. As an OC? Yeah. Well, I'm that's just, just retarded. You said, I'm just saying, like, if... No, I want a real plan. Uh, a real plan. Not a oh, magical plan. You want plan a real plan? You, where he find, switches find teams. Me the, find me the next Eric Bianemi. Yeah, John and roll back And roll him. back with Zach Wilson. What offense do you want to run with Kirk Cousins? I guess that you're saying switch to Zach Wilson. Which isn't also probably like not the, realistic. Like the whole thing is like if I'm switching my offensive coordinator, I'm switching up my offense and bringing in a new quarterback with it. Yeah. Because Kirk Cousins, I I'm sure like yeah you can find you know you can say Patrick Mahomes and everything like that, but like Kirk Cousins is best is one of the best West Coast offense quarterbacks. I would you know say, just yeah, like yeah. prototypical. It's what West he needs Co- to be in clearly. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to be able to drop him back in, like, a DeFilippo offense. Yeah. So which that, that kind of rules out the, like, oh, let's bring in, like, a Frank Reich, like, RPOs and stuff. Like, well, no. And, again, unless you're switching quarterbacks. Yep. And so, like, now you're kind of looking at uh, different offenses. Like, is there anyone on the Rams or Niners staff that could be promoted to offensive coordinator to be better than Kubiak. And that's, again, you're, you're reaching, though, because we tried to do that with, like, Filippo. At least you're in the right system, though, if you're going for 49er Ram, guys, and you're sticking with Kirk. Yeah. Like, what didn't work was us trying to go with the new age, like, up-and-coming young OC, and then matching him with Kirk when Kirk just doesn't... Yeah. And didn't he didn't have the line to do it, and he didn't have the quarterback to do it. So it was kind of like... You had the skill players and, like, exactly, the arm yeah. talent. Yep. But you like, didn't have a line. Like, you just, I mean, I don't know. It goes back to, and, you know, maybe you And he didn't like to run. Well, that, yeah, that's <laughs> also what, it, I mean, that's a lot of teams these days. So it's kind of like, uh, is that going to work with what we do? I guess if I was guaranteed to get a, some cool young OC and Zach Wilson, hell yeah. Burn it down. Let's go. That seems like about a 2% chance of happening. So about as good of a chance as we had to make the playoffs yeah, and as that, of yesterday. that feels about <laughs> quick. So, like, in a real scenario 
I fire Kubiak, but I'm stuck with Cousins, or I fire, or I fire Zimmer. What are I? In my mind, you're just setting yourself back. Like to me, you get, fire the whole special teams group. Every single player should be cut. They're terrible. Revamp that whole thing. Get healthy on defense and get some linemen and run it back again. Or you can go the Travis Runyon route in fantasy football. You have a great team and you just trade them all. Oh, I'm mad. So now I'm just going to just cut everyone, you know? And I just like looking at the offense. So like we're really talking about firing Kubiak for what? For having a good offense? For not having a better offense. For not having five TDs a game. <laughs> yeah. like, why are we even talking about firing an offensive coordinator? I don't really like, I, well? I just don't, I just don't, I, I, I know I like said fire. It's more or less like I, I really Push just want him, him to, to innovate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, like, I, 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 like, like you said, it's so, it's such a predictable offense. I need him. I want him to see that. I want him, you know, fire Kubiak and bring back Kubiak, but better Kubiak. I guess it's, <laughs> bring back, I bring say it's predictable and it's still a good offense. Could it be better? Yes. But like, I just like to like the whole conversation is we centered around the fact that like, he coached a pretty good offense this year. Kirk has 32 touchdown passes. We have a running back who's second in the league. We have a rookie receiver who's got need Kubiak to be held accountable for his faults, though. I would be very interested to see what this offense could do if you replace those two guards with two. Let's with say Wyatt let's Davis say two, and Brandon Scherf. Imagine two Pro Bowl caliber players right there. That's probably unrealistic, but if you could do that, one Pro Bowl caliber and an average guard. Yeah. And I feel like that offensive line. I mean, then Delvin this year is probably running for 2,000 yards. I guess that, and that to me is probably like the, the, the most likely way to get better for next year. Like firing Kubiak could backfire horribly. You know, that's Cutting a, Kurt could backfire horribly. You know, that's the thing. Like, do we, like, I guess as a fan, do you want a quick fix or do you just want to start it over? Yeah, see, that's where I feel like like a Ben wants to start over. This is I'm sick of this, blah blah blah. I fire them all. Let's let's go get a guy that can run. I feel like I you. Think, I think you get. I think you could potentially do two more years of this, and make that to make that decision. I think so too. I think you could do two more Kirk years, and I'm not saying just ignore quarterback and don't like. Hey, if, if Zach Wilson falls to 12 and we're at 15, go get him. Yes, but if if you think he if they think that yeah, yeah. he's that guy. Go get them. But if if a normal drafts happen and it would cost you three first rounders and it's not realistic, draft a guard. Kirk's good enough. We have great receivers. We have a great running back. See that? See that'll piss some people off because you said Kirk is good enough. A lot of people, and I feel like that's where a lot of people have their faults too. They just aren't. I mean, I guess uh, guilty as charged about the offenses here. Good enough isn't good enough. I yeah. I just I just until you find Patrick Mahomes, good enough is what you're getting. Like I mean, it's either when good I say enough good or enough, bad. I mean, it's it's good enough to win a Super Bowl. I think the offense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. The defense is was not, not. Yeah. and the special teams was not. Like they were terrible. Now, so, could the offense be better? Absolutely. They're not an elite offense. They're perfect. I won my argument. You agreed with me. So, <laughs> I, I don't think I did. I mean, look back at like so like who uh, the Chiefs won it last year. Obviously, they had a completely ridiculous Against offense. the Niners, who had Jimmy Garoppolo, would you guys rather have Garoppolo or Cousins? Like, the 49er offense was pretty damn good. Was it? I mean, it was pretty damn good. They, they had a good I offense. bet Kirk Cousins finishes the Chiefs off over Jimmy Garoppolo. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins hits thinking, Emmanuel Sanders thinking, on that not oh, on man, that They could have easily won that. I, just, I do think the 49er offense last year is better than our offense this year. Yeah, but they were best offense in the NFC last year, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. 
But does our offense need to be that good to make a Super Bowl? Maybe someone could argue that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it wasn't good enough. I don't know. I, I, I would say with some new linemen, though, it's good enough. And, yeah, I mean, I, I mean maybe not against – I mean, you'd have to play the Chiefs. And but like, you're not you gonna, look at, the defense would need to help win that game. You can't. Well, yeah. Well, I, well I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Like, do you think you know just our average 27 points? Do you think 27 points per game, even with a good defense, is good enough to beat the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's completely, a, nor, a normal Zimmer defense. I think it's completely unrealistic points. to be like you have to outscore the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. It's never going to happen. So the only way we can win is to have a better offense than the Chiefs. No, no, I well, no, 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 twenty-seven not better points. Yes, the defense needs to hold them under twenty-seven. Yeah, like needs to. I don't care if it's the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, I always you just, I, mean? I, I yeah, always yeah. just say I'm not like trying to be like, well, you know, if you can't outscore the Chiefs, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. I'm just saying, do you think that a, a normal Zimmer defense can hold the Chiefs to under twenty-seven? Yes, N- not always, but I yep. think there's you'd have to have the right day the right game plan and yeah, no, i yeah, feel yeah. like to win that super bowl it would have it would have to you'd have to hold them under 27 because if it ended up being 42 to 35 you're losing so yeah. like or if even like if you get into the 30 like yeah basically you i mean any team in the nfl no team wants to get in a shootout with, with Patrick the Chiefs. Mahomes. Yeah, like it's just like, not. It's, it's ten, nine times out of ten, you're gonna lose a shootout to Patrick Mahomes. What were they down? Twenty four nothing and twenty four seven in the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah Texans had him down twenty four zip, and they and it was like yeah, they're probably gonna come back. I get what twenty four seven the next week, and you're going that ain't enough. Mm-hmm. I remember when like before, basically before this year. It was always the talk of like if a Zimmer offense scores twenty plus, he's thirty-seven and two. Yeah. Because you know what, his defense don't give up over twenty points very often. Well, that was completely out the window this year. I think we had one game giving up less than twenty points, which is the Bears game. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm fairly certain that's gave Detroit. Up, we gave, gave up, up 20. twenty. Yeah. Um. I, but and, under twenty, it was only one. Yeah, which is terrible. If you were going into a game. Would you say, like, in my mind, I want my offense to score over 23, and I want my defense to score, to give up less than 20. Yeah. Yep, I would say, I would say you, well, yeah, I think you want to score, I mean, you can even just go 20. You want to score more than 20, and you want to hold them under 20. Yeah, I, I bumped it up a little just because there's so much scoring now. Like, okay. I feel like 20 to me is like a little meh, like, is that good enough? I feel like for Zimmerball, though. That's the thing, Zimmerball is a little different. But, like, 23 at least gets you beating a team that scores three touchdowns, yeah. you know? Um, and then it's like... Obviously, if you have a terrible defense and a good offense, it's like, okay, I need the offense to score 30 and the defense has got to give up 25. But, like, that's sort of what the situation we're in right now. It's like our offense needs to score 35 to win. And yeah. that's not what this team was built to do. Yeah, that's true. We're not. We're yeah. just we're just not. I like the offense is clearly better than the defense, but they're not. Night and day better. They're still Kirk Cousins. He's not. He's not Mahomes. He's just a pretty good quarterback. Not Blaine Gabbard either, so that's good. Blaine Gabbard's <laughs> slinging. So I don't know what, like, what? How do you fix this team? I feel like uh, you draft seven line. You draft ten linemen. This is the year we need to like really, just really low. go O line. Like, just I'm sick of like, you can't convert short yardage and you can't block when you need to. Yeah. But you you have. It's weird because we have Brian O'Neill in the second round. Bradbury in the first round. Cleveland Ezra in the second, in the second round. round. So, like, last three years. Got a five-year, paid a bunch of money for Riley Reef. Yeah. But, 
don't know. Why don't, why don't we hit a break and then we'll continue on with something. I don't know. Lines seem silly now. I've, you know, who knows? Yeah. There's already multiple games playing. Well, we played and these guys are playing, but we could maybe go over them. But, uh, or we'll talk, talk more little. Vikings. Yep. All right. Welcome back. We'll, uh, we'll jump into the lines here real quick and uh, get you guys on your way. Yeah, we're going to skip the Viking game. Did they cover? No. No. Uh, we'll get to, well, the Saints covered. <laughs> the Saints covered. I have the Saints, you know. You know. Uh, this game right now, uh, live bet, the spread is 39 and a half. So they think, live bet, fourth and nine, down 45 minutes to go. Are you taking that live bet? I am not. I'm taking the Bucks to cover. Yes. <laughs> Detroit's not scoring. They only scored they a punt. Thir- they have 31 and a half yards to go in five minutes. Here it is. It's fourth and nine. This is your money right here. You could have bet a thousand dollars that he's gonna no. be sacked. Oh. Oh. No. Nope. Don't. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Miracles have happened. Oh, oh interception. <laughs> is he gonna house it? Incomplete. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Bucks have just embarrassed. Hopefully you didn't live bet that. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks have clinched. They are in the playoffs. That's uh, a fun team to go to the playoffs, though. Brady and Godwin Evans. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a team that uh, they've had their ups and downs this year. But if they get hot, no, that defense, like that. Any given week, that defense can be really good. So that's, I mean, it's going to be, honestly, as far as us not making it, for the most part, we didn't really deserve to make it. And had we made it, even when we were hot, it was like, I don't think we're doing much in the playoffs with this, like, decimated defense. So, like, the right teams are making it as long as the Bears don't get in over the Cardinals. True. Like, if Cardinals get in, that's another team. Like, they definitely seem like they're the lower rung. But if they get hot with Kyler Murray, Hopkins, some of them young defensive guys, like, they can at least... Win some games. And if it like came down to just like a play-in game, Cardinals, Vikings, Cardinals would probably beat us. Yeah, they'd be favored. I yeah. mean, that's a that's a we're just yeah, I don't know. We're just hanging on by the by skin of our teeth all season, you know, or yeah. skin out of the scene. Is that right? Yeah, skin of the teeth. Yeah. What is that? It's weird. Skin of the teeth. I think uh, I think no they're talking about the teeth. enamel, like super, <laughs> super thin. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google that saying. Uh boy, I mean you've got Packers, Saints, Seahawks. Bucks, Rams, Rams, Cardinals, and then the NFC, the East Redskins or football team right now. That'd be like they're not they're the team that's gonna get bounced right away, but they got a really cool defense. Yep. So. But anyways, uh, next game. Well, I, I'm excited to kind of just sit back and enjoy good football now. Yeah, <laughs> we want to watch a real defense. Yeah. 49ers at the Cardinals. That starts up at I believe what three thirty. Yeah, today? Oh, uh, I'm gonna this? say Cardinals minus four and a half. Cardinals by six. Uh, is it win and they're in? Yeah, I th- no. Yeah, I think winning they're in. Yeah, I know they had to lose both for us. I'm just wondering if it's the Bears could. Well, yeah, because if they no win and Bears loss, win and Bears loss, win and yeah. Bears loss. I saw Let that me look earlier. Look at the standings. There's like uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out a cheat sheet yesterday, um, and I because well, they're eight and six and the Bears are seven and seven. So yeah, yeah. a win and it doesn't because they think. The Cardinals pretty much lose every tiebreaker. Yeah, win and Bears loss. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna root for that. Uh, it was it was uh, Cardinals minus six. Who do you who do you like in that? I like the Cardinals in that. Yeah, I do too. Niners are they're pretty much done. Um, next up is Dolphins at Raiders. Dolphins at Raiders. I'm gonna go uh, Raiders minus one and a half. It's Dolphins by two and a half. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I'm gonna take the Dolphins as well. Uh, how is that looking in the play? I gotta pull up the playoff picture. I feel like because I don't know who's uh, who's doing what in the NF- in the AFC. Um, well, the Bills right now. The Dolphins are the seventh seed, and the Raiders are the nine, and they have the same record. So, oh no, Miami's nine and five. 
Yeah. Wow, hot, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Raiders are actually, they desperately need a win here. I don't know if they even uh, have a chance. Cardinals will clinch a playoff berth with win and Bears loss. I've got the cheat sheet in front of me. What about Dolphins? Does it say anything about them? Uh, the Dolphins cannot clinch Today. a playoff spot. That's because the, the Ravens are right behind them. Yep. Um, okay, next line is, I'm going to also take the Dolphins. Uh, Chiefs home against the Falcons. Chiefs home against the Falcons. Chiefs, Chiefs minus... Nine and a half. Ten and a half. Ten and Almost a half. Had it. They're still playing for that one seed, I assume, right? Or at least trying yep. to. Yep, Chiefs will clinch one seed in first round by with a win or Pittsburgh loss or Buffalo loss. So if they win, though, they're... They win it. Win it. Win it. Okay, yep. they're going to win this one. Uh, next up, Bears at Jacksonville. The Bears at Jacksonville. I'm going to go Bears minus four and a half. Bears by seven. By, Bears by seven. I mean, at this point, the Jags are in the driver's seat. For Trevor Lawrence, because the Jets won. Yep. So now I think there's a little bit of that built into this line. Like, Jags are going to try to lose the rest of the way. Oh. I, I and think the Bears gonna, are playing for a playoff spot. I think I'm going to take the Jags to cover. A plus seven here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it Minshew? Is it Gabbert? Oh, wait, I no, think it's Gabbert. Glennon. Glennon, Glennon, Glennon. Uh, nothing like a Week 16 quarterback controversy. Detroit <laughs> just threw another pick. Wow. <laughs> uh, hope, yeah. you, hope you murdered that uh, Bucks plus 39 and a half yeah, that, or minus 39 and a half. Anyone that thought that the oh, flag, flag on the play, probably a taunting penalty. I'm going to take the Bears to cover the seven, and yikes. Are yep. the Bears really going to slip into the playoffs? I hope they do at this point. Yeah, it'll. Ruin their draft pick. I mean, that's fine by me. Hopefully they uh, keep Nagy and Trubisky then. The Bears are eliminated with a loss and Cardinals win. Okay, so opposite. Yep. Uh, Bengals at Texans, two non-playoff teams. What do you uh, I'm going to go Texans minus six and a half. Texans by seven. That's all. That's a Deshaun Watson line right there. Yeah, that's, that's the Bengals. Because the way. Texans aren't good either. That no, is a Deshaun yeah. Watson line. I'll take uh, the Texans. I'll take Watson. <laughs> Next up, Browns at the Jets. What is the Browns clinching scenario? The Browns clinch a playoff berth with a win and Baltimore or Miami or Colts loss. So a win or one of those three yep, teams uh, losing. Yep, a Baltimore, Miami, or Colts loss with a win. Browns are in. Wow, I'm proud of Stefanski, you know? Yep, good for him. I mean, I think the man deserves to win Coach of the Year. Uh, I mean, the Browns have gone how many years without a playoff yeah, victory? They a, had basically roughly the same roster as last year. A couple good linemen added. That's about what they did. Yep, but uh, I, I mean, just, yeah, you take a Browns team that's decimated, you hide the flaws of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I don't know if you like. Does he get bonus points because he's a rookie head coach? He should. Uh, yeah, like, why I, not? Sh- sh- no off season. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Like he's done a great job. Again, we brought it up. I don't know if I just said on the podcast or just in our break we talked about it. Like we would have traded Zimmer to Dallas to promote Stefanski. Yeah. Like he just seemed like he knew what he was doing. He seemed to have it because yeah. even so, like. Going back to you, you fired D. Filippo, and I know the Dolphins sucked, but didn't we put up forty his first game? Yeah, it was like twenty-one points in the first quarter. Like he and he had bad games. I mean, he was the coordinator when we lost the Bears, and they were playing like mostly backups to go to the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, he seemed he seemed uh, like a good OC, but someone that did had you know was clearly going to be something more than that. Like it wasn't like he's just going to be this. I feel like calling he, guru. He seemed like a guy who people respected and people liked. He could be a head coach of an organization. I feel like you don't stick around 14 years with the same organization if you're not good. At yeah, it. over uh, you know different Th- four different four regimes. different head coaches, yeah. I believe. So yeah, he was. Uh, 
and you gain the respect of Mike Zimmer to promote within, fire the guy and just go, I know block, what? He blocked him from leaving one time. You know, yeah. he, he respected him enough. So yeah, he blocked him from going with Shermer to, to the, the Giants, Giants right? Yep. Yeah, that's correct. And then we, you know, we bring in Kubiak to help him, but he still he didn't, you know, he didn't he hire Kubiak. Yeah, he didn't hire Kubiak over Stefanski after yeah. a four game stint. So uh, next up, we have. Oh wait, what'd you guess for a line? Browns at Jets. Brown. Oh, I didn't. Uh, Browns Jets. I'm going to say it's Browns minus eight and a half. Browns by nine and a half. Uh, uh, I'm going to take the Browns. I think I'm going to take the Browns. What do you think the Jets do now? At pick number two. If they do stick it too. So Lawrence won. What do you think they do? Uh, one of the two quarterbacks, Fields or Wilson, okay. whoever. You don't think there's any hope they would just stick with Darnold? Probably not. Okay. I don't think so because I think it's a whole new regime and they're just going to want to start over. Yeah, I think they go with Fields if they end up hiring someone like a enemy or like someone with a little more spread or something. And they go, if they do any of this West Coast stuff, I think Zach Wilson would be their guy. And you know, Zach Wilson could do the spread stuff he too. Probably I, th- I, think, I think they're going to be picking apart tape on those two and those yeah. two only. I think they're going to have like... A team of people trying to figure out. Yeah, just don't screw it. this up. Exactly. It's like uh, we wanted Lawrence, but now you got to figure out longevity. I mean, like rank, re, re, rank re, the four quarterbacks for me. W- one is Lawrence. I feel like it's two A, two B right now. Fields and Wilson. That last game against Northwestern, but you got to like throws one. it all. You don't get to go here. Here's our two A and two B pick. You got to write a name on the card. Trying to skirt around the rules. you got to pick one right now. This is it. You're sticking with this opinion for the rest of the uh, offseason. <laughs> you can't change it. Uh, I'm going to stick with Justin Fields then. Okay. And then you would go Wilson, then Trey Lance. Yes. Or is Trey yes. Lance no, further I, down for you? No. I would go, I would flip the two. two I, 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 I don't know. I might, I mean, if we're going to go with uh, Kubiak offense, I might put Mac Jones ahead of Trey Lance. I don't know. Okay. Okay. What if at pick 14, Lance is on the board? You taking him? Obviously, Wilson's gone. Yep. Yeah, the top three. My top so so question, question, Trey Lance or Wyatt Davis? I'm going Wyatt Davis. I think I am too, and I think that might upset some fans. I think It'll upset all the Bison fans who are also yeah. Viking fans. Yeah. But what if we took Trey Lance? Would I be uh, very happy and uh, excited, and I would be like talking myself into him being the next Packer Mahomes? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely, because I, I have to at this point. But we just took if him. I'm a betting man, I would say he doesn't ascend beyond what Kirk Cousins is right now. So give me the guard and let's try to win next year. Yeah. Not that you can't also sign a guard or find someone that's better than freaking Dakota Dozier and draft Trey Lance and have him sit. The Packers look great and they've wasted their first round pick on a backup quarterback. Like yeah. you don't Trey, have to get a guy that's immediately. Somebody was arguing that uh, Jordan Love should win Rookie of the Year for lighting a fire under Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could give it to the, the GM. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, both taking the Browns. Yeah. Colts at Steelers. The Colts, By the way, I would take Wilson's two over. Fields as of right now. As It'll of be right interesting now. to see how our opinion changes on that. Oh. I, yeah, I recency bias. So, I mean, you watch it, those yeah. last couple throws in that bowl game against. He looked really played. good. Very well, and then I just, I, I mean, if four quarterbacks go ahead of us, and then there's like at least three receivers that might. I mean, we should have a good lineman fall to us. And Penny Sewell, Micah Parsons mm-hmm. probably go ahead of it. Like, we're going to have. Probably the edge from Miami is going to go because there's only one. Or Quiddy Pay. Like, oh, yeah, the Michigan guy. Yeah. He dominated us. All right, next up is Colts at Steelers. Uh, I'm going to say it's Steelers minus three. It is Colts by one. Steelers not three-game skid. What is, oh, is it three in a row? Yeah, three in a row. Okay. And they just lost to a terrible team. There are two playoff scenarios here. Okay. Uh, the Steelers clinched the NFC North with a win. AFC North. Or Cleveland loss. Okay. Uh, and the Colts clinch a playoff berth with a win 
and a Baltimore or a Miami loss. These are two teams that are probably going to make it to the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm going to – so they said Colts one and a half? Colts by one. Colts by one at Pittsburgh. You know, I think I think I'm going to take the Steelers. I think I am too. I don't. They're not going to lose four games in a row, right? I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know. I could be wrong. Though. I'll take Pittsburgh. Next yep. up, Giants at Ravens. Giants at Ravens. How are the Giants sitting playoff wise? Do they have- Giants are eliminated with a loss and a Washington or Philadelphia win? So, so if, if they all lose, three are done. No. If they lose and Washington oh, okay. or Philadelphia win. Gotcha. So Philadelphia and Washington could and the Giants could all lose and it could still come down to next week. Hopefully it does. Um, and then the Ravens, what's their scenario? The Ravens, where are they? Ooh, they, they not cannot clinch. Well, right now they're the eighth seed, actually. They're out of the picture right now when I looked. Okay. So yeah, they they're not they're obviously not um, any clinching scenarios for them. Well, they've kind of fell from. But the if they the win, they if Baltimore wins, they will eliminate the Raiders. The Raiders are eliminated with a loss or a Baltimore win. Gotcha. Yeah, Raiders, man. They looked uh, they looked like something important there for a quick second. Yeah. They suck. Uh, all right. Next up is Panthers at football team. Panthers at football team. First thing, talk to me about, do you think they're going to move forward with Teddy as their quarterback? Where's their pick going to be? Is it? I think eight? right now it's sitting at like four. Really? Because that would lead me to believe they might take a quarterback to replace Teddy. Uh, let me look at the, what is that website called? Tankathon? Yeah. They currently have the fourth pick, yeah. Four and ten. Do they take a quarterback? The only I, thing is it's it's year two of Teddy. It might be like, oh, get a what else would they draft? I mean they could defense, draft defensive secondary, maybe. Like a, I I think a it's linebacker. I think it's Micah Parsons, Gregory Rosu, or I mean, what if Sewell's there at four though? Not getting past Cincinnati. Oh, that's true. Okay. So it's gonna go quarterback, quarterback, Sewell, and now they get the pick of whatever they want. They could go the third quarterback or an edge. Scream and trade down to me. You know, I guess it depends on how far down. And yeah, recoup, recoup, a, recoup a bunch, and just keep building. Oh, hmm. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I just, I was just wondering if Teddy was going to be available. If it's not at the end of this year, maybe it's next year. Got to get him back. He was the, he was the heart and soul of this Minnesota Viking team. Since then, we've been nothing but trash, trash offense with trash Kubiak. Uh, so, is there any scenarios for a Washington football team? Uh, Washington football team. And they team. are home against the Panthers, and I don't know if you have a line for that yet. Uh, no, home against the Panthers. I'm going to go I'm gonna go football team minus two and a half. Minus one. Minus one. Panthers for a four and ten team, like, they're not... They must have lost a lot of close games. Yeah, I think I think they lost a lot of one possession because games this year. The offense is very talented. I think I when I was watching the Packers game, I thought I heard that they lost like five or six. That makes sense to me because they seems you look at teams like the Bengals once they lost Burrow, Jets, Jags, and you get why they suck. It's like, well, how are the Panthers the fourth worst team? But if you look at the the Tankathon where it's like showing the draft order, there's a lot of teams with five wins. 
So like yeah. they lose, a, they win a game and someone loses, they could drop to ten. You know, it's very quickly. Yep. Um, Washington will clinch the NFC East with a win and Giants loss. Okay. I kind of hope Washington makes it. I think Washington is Least the more could... more. I think right now they're the more like appealing team to watch. Yeah. Because that defense is so Chase young, young and, fun. and those guys, Montez Sweat, like it's a fun defense. And then I don't know who's quarterbacking for him, but if Alex Smith could come back, I mean that's a good story, obviously. And it Haskins. I'm spending too much time at strip clubs, apparently. Doesn't care about his teammates getting COVID. Uh, next up, Broncos at Chargers. These are two teams that have no hope, I believe. Broncos and Chargers, yeah, they're no hope. I'm going to say it's uh, Chargers minus one and a half. Chargers by three. Uh, any hope that Jefferson wins rookie of the year? Last two games, he's had like 80-some yards, I believe. Yeah, I, I feel like now that we're out of the playoff haunt, unless he blows up for like 200 and Herbert completely tanks. Yeah, like I think, I think it's all it. Herbert. That's a bummer. So I'm going to finish runner-up on both my bets because Cook ain't getting the Russian oh, title. Oh, yeah. Um, unless he blows up. Yeah, 300 yards. Uh, I'll take the Chargers over the Broncos. Me too. Uh, next up is Rams at Seahawks. That's a good one. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. I'm going to say Seahawks minus three. It is Seahawks by one. Okay. Uh, and I think I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams as well. I have done a 180 on that team. I did not believe in them, and now I find I'm them to be incredibly good. Uh, have they had, besides their left tackle, have they had an injury? Why do I feel like the team is not hurt ever? I, I I don't watch them close enough. I'm sure like there's some Rams fan. I don't know how many Rams have we ever seen. Probably hundreds. Um, <laughs> and they're going like we've had tons of injury problems, but I don't. Yeah. I haven't noticed. Seems pretty good. I mean, they've had a few running backs banged up, but whatever. The Seahawks will clinch the NFC West with a win. The Rams will clinch a playoff berth with a win, or Bears loss, or Cardinals win. Hmm. So if the Cardinals win. They clinch a spot. Yep. That's wild. I mean, that team's in, basically. Yeah. I mean, there's almost no scenario where they're not. Uh, Eagles at Cowboys. Eagles at Cowboys. I'm going to go Eagles minus four. Eagles by three. Eagles by three. I'm going to take the Eagles. Just Jalen Hurts seems fun. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles, too. Let's let's keep the let's keep it going in the East. Let's yeah. go all the way to week 17. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? Say you could just trade Kirk. It's like, like say they kind of do what they did to Kirk, where they, like Redskins, where they just kind of like let him go eventually. Like, what if, and they traded for Alex Smith instead? Yeah. Like, what if the Cowboys were like, this dude wants too much. We're just going to trade. F- this is the scenario. You get to trade Kirk to Dallas, Dallas and for- then sign Dak. I'd probably take Dak, I think. I would take Dak over Kirk also. Yeah. Um, also, I would, you throw in a pick for Kirk. Well, you know, we sure. get, why not? <laughs> why not? But maybe it'd be like a, uh, they tag him and then it's tag and trade. So you don't yeah. get, you're just basically trading Dak for Kirk. Um, anyways, just a side note there. Uh, Titans at Packers. This is a Sunday night game. Titans at Packers. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, I mean, that's is. unlikely Super Bowl preview. I'm not sure. I think the Titans have the horses to make it, but it could I'm, be. I'm going to say it's, it's Packers minus Three. Packers by three. You nailed it. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the Titans. I think they have the style of team that can beat the Packers. Yep, especially on a cold Lambo night. It's our style, you know, and that's what beats the Packers. Keep the ball away from them. Play tough D. Derrick Henry against that front seven. Run the ball. Run the ball. Titans will clinch the AFC South with a win and Colts loss. They will clinch a playoff berth with a win or Miami loss or Baltimore loss. 
they're in. And the Packers have nothing. Already clinched. Packers, nope. They we'll clinch. Cl- didn't they clinch the playoff spot, though? They will clinch the number one seed in first round by with a win and Seattle loss. Okay, I really don't... I. I mean, at this point, I'm just rooting for the Packers not to win a Super Bowl, so please make them play on the, on the first weekend. Yep. I don't need them having the first bye, which they probably will. They obviously just need to win. Yeah. Uh, next up is Bills at Patriots on Monday night. Bills at Patriots. I'm going Bills minus six and a half. Bills by seven. Bills by seven. I'm going to take them to cover. That team is that team is good. Yep. That Diggs is good. Josh Allen's good. Yep. Uh, and the Patriots are not. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the... Patriots to cover. Oh, good for you. I'm taking the Bills. Bills will win, though. Uh, All right. Well, that's your week, I don't know, 16 lines, right? Yep. Yep. Week 16 lines. We got one more uh, regular season week left. And uh, yeah, then it's uh, off to off season. So it's draft talk. The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. uh, Not Christmas. Draft season. Honestly, though, I don't know if I like. I haven't dove into it enough, but I just feel like this draft is uh, not as exciting as last year's. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's because it's a lot of receivers. Yeah, I think I I, you, you just haven't done enough. Just research. haven't done enough. Okay. Yep. okay. You'll be excited. Seems like a soon. lot of corners, and it's like I took a corner last year. I mean, I, don't know. I could take another one. Why not? Yeah, it's gonna be fun watching White Davis. Yeah, draft a guard. I want yeah. a guard this year. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, get that big win in Detroit, and we'll be six and ten. Yep. And I, or wait, seven and nine. Seven. It and does nine. look a lot better than six and ten. That's seven true. and nine. It's like, oh, we're almost five hundred. Six and ten looks like you failed. True. Let's and go six and ten. If we lose to Detroit, though, I don't know if we take fourth. I don't think so. Because that would give you a better pick than Detroit, and it would give you the fourth place schedule. But I think if it is divisional record, I can't imagine we don't have a better divisional record. We beat the Bears, we beat the Lions, we beat the Packers. Who have they beaten? I feel like the third and fourth place schedule isn't much We went through it. Just because I think... Besides, I think the only like the two teams that I'm not scared of are in our division, like the Bears and the, and mm-hmm. the Lions. Like you go look at the West team, it's like okay, the 49ers are the worst in the West, we play, but yeah. we play that whole division. Yeah, and any of those teams could easily be good. Yeah, Car- Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and then don't you go to the East. Them. It's like all those teams are the same. They're all bad but getting better, yep. or they're like they had a bad injury, like Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah, um, and then what's the other division? The South, the Panthers, Falcons are probably the most beatable, or it's. We don't have a chance at Bucks or Saints. Yeah, so you're only comparing the Falcons and the Panthers. Like, honestly, I'd rather play the Falcons. Yeah, Matt Ryan, so. another year older than some up-and-coming Panther team. Well, New coach there. Yeah, so, anyways, go Vikings. Go Vikings, 7-9. 7-9. See you guys.